Speaking of cheap. Do you think this will ever get play. a movie adaptation? Probably not. Also, I don't even know what's going on with that new Spider-Man movie. They've no got does. that much of a cast and that much of a budget. How the hell are they affording all of them? I don't it's know. It's just going to be TikToks. And then they had... Stitched together. How can they afford that many actors? They'll just... They should do what Deadpool did and just have them, like, green screen in really lazily for a second. Uh, like, there, there must be something pivoting on this movie because, like, there is that many actors. It's like Avenger quality, like... No, nah, it's Batman 66. Everyone's paying to cameo. They can... Look, they're specific... They're gonna have to do it to just reset the universe. Well, they're very paranoid that after the Thanos stuff that they've, like, um... Screwed themselves over. Not even that, they've, like, popped the superhero film bubble. Mm. Which is why they're leaning hard on TV. Oh, just in case movies die, because streaming's more popular than actually going to the cinema. Movies, they will not die. That London version's really good. Uh, If they bring out quality movies, like with this new Batman movie... But that's the thing, a lot of people are complaining about WandaVision being too slow. It is slow. But But that's... It's it's not not slow. It's paced exactly the same as every film has been paced for the last couple of years. I just hate the waiting. Exists. It's how TV yeah, works. It is. Yeah, I'm like, I just want to watch the whole and thing. And that's what yeah. we've literally trained ourselves now to watch 12 hours of something. Mm. That now that Disney are making us watch hour by hour, we can't do it anymore. And no one watched yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so no one remembers that this was a thing. And Netflix's um, Marvel shows all came out as a bit... Yeah, like so every I mean, Daredevil, you just like watch it bang, from a season. There you go. Yeah. It, it was the same way with, of it is. Um, like, and this is showing some age. Home and Away was done night after night because they knew that their audience was the teens of Australia. And so they used to sit there and put an episode on. You would talk about it all day at school, watch the next episode, talk about it all and day then, at school. And then Friday, you couldn't keep track everyone of all those had to sit there and wait system. and like bubble until they could get back to school to be like, oh my God. Because wasn't there a part where they were stopping on Thursday or Friday and you would have like, two, I remember you would have two days over the weekend where there was no home nowhere and you're like, this is shit. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. I, I cannot remember like watching weekly anymore. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that in so long. Like, what did we have it? We had it for Mandalorian. Disney's just been doing it. It's just been Disney. Hmm. Oh, Netflix does it for a couple oh, of their shows. They really, Riverdale. I feel like Disney release stuff, like, before they're finished, and that's why they do it. Strike while the iron's hot, I think. Because I was still shooting Mandalorian. But they also, like, hmm. unlike Netflix, which are, like, you're either going to have a subscription or you're not. Disney are trying really hard to make sure that they're constantly following up their content mm. because that's the thing. People were getting it, watching oh, The yeah. Mandalorian, and, then and quitting it. Yeah. If they and do it weekly, you can't wait. You can't just get a month free subscription and then jump out once you've finished watching Mandalorian. Yeah. Now otherwise you have to only get like well, that's it. why mum got it. It was just purely for that. That's why everyone but that's, does all that stuff. People were getting it to watch The Mandalorian, watching it and then quitting it and like, oh, I'll just get another free trial with another email when season two comes out. But now yeah. they've kept it because they want to watch WandaVision. Which is yeah. now they're sitting there and releasing it because mm. Disney doesn't... It's, it sounds weird. Disney doesn't have enough pull where people just have Disney Plus and keep it. Mm. Hmm. Well, it's not like Amazon where you get Amazon Prime. Hmm. But a lot of people in Australia don't use Amazon Prime. Really? Not properly. Well, a lot of people don't realise Amazon actually has, like, a working storefront. 
They barely do, really. It depends on what you're after. They're pretty good. Some of them, some of the stuff's prime. Yeah. And their books are cheap and just stuff like that. I somehow ended up with an Amazon US audio, like, portable. Yeah? What's well, because you... you... You can't do that. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. Look forward to this. It's also depressing because you see all the stuff that Australia doesn't have. Yeah. So make sure you go through your um, bank details and make sure you're not paying for a subscription you really cannot use. How did you get that? Did you make it over there? Um, I'm assuming that I've logged in trying to find the next Sam and Slim book. Uh, and it's there, but I can't listen to it because it's it'll let you buy it. You just can't access it in this country. I love that. They'll let you buy anything. I had a thing like that too because Amazon owns Comixology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wanted um, Magical Senpai. And so it doesn't pop up on my storefront, but that was barely working anyway at the time. I was having like an internet drama. So I used like the website browser, but it didn't have a .au at the end because I don't pay attention. So I bought the book and <laughs> I paid for it. And it's like, you can't have this. So I emailed them and I, was, I didn't ask for my money back. I was like, can you just let me have this one? Yeah. And then I got to download it. There but now I can't read the one yeah. after it because it's not on my store. Yeah, you we, can have just one. I can't email them saying I made the identical mistake again when I finished reading that one about the next one. <laughs> it's I was like, I can't get away with that. It's crazy with that. But even like with like licensing, like Dragon Ball Z has like in Australia's so we got like only seven seasons out of nine. It's like, why can't we have the last two seasons? Because they're all on Anime Lab. Yeah, they're all on Anime Lab, but why can you only buy seven? Oh, uh, and... Your nephews also love the first season of Fairy Tale on Netflix and none of the other seasons because they can't have them. Mm-hmm. Mm. But there's a lot of stuff always sunny. When mm. you were buying the DVDs as they were coming out, you were like, cool, I got season seven. It's like, cool, they're on season 11 and you're never going to Same as American Dad. They just they don't even bother to make the DVDs anymore despite not having international markets that stream it. It's just not available here, period. Mm. Welcome to the world not caring about Australia. I'm looking forward to this. I like learning about Spider-Man. I can't do this. Wow. Oh, the art is beautiful. Alright. Good, because before we started recording, I was going to say, I finally got, I can only stop here Dig. or at the end. So we're going to have to tangent pretty hard to pace this one. It's going to be one of those episodes. Ladies and future boys, welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds, the official home of meat water. I am Toby DePolo, and after a confusing week of pop team, do you, want, do you want me to start again so you can edit out your alarm? Huh? You had an alarm? Yep. Did it pick up? Probably. Ladies and future boys, welcome to the school for Wayward Nerds, the official home of Meatwater. I am Toby DePolo, and after a confusing week of pop team epic, we are back on the train tracks of Superior Spider-Man. Tied to those train tracks alongside me are producer Kyle. I didn't like Meatwater the second time I heard it. I wrote it down, so it's canon. No. It's canon? No. <laughs> yeah, the one I'm going to shoot Toby with. I'm going to be fired out of a cannon. No, you're going to be fired with a cannon. Can I be in it? Nope. Um, Juby's here. Yellow. And so is Bobo. Hello. Now, Bobo, are you a Jedi or a Darth? Jedi? Alright. Oh, what, a Darth? I know they mean Sith, but I'm referencing a thing that no one's heard of since it came out. Have fun for me. 
A Darth? I've never heard of a Darth. Darth Bobo is a character in a thing that I've been watching recently. I've been looking no. up Bobo Jenkins and he's like a country singer from the South. <laughs> great. Like, from the 60s. And I'm listening to his music and it's just like, oh, oh I did not know this. I, and I used to be Bobo Bear when I, was, when I was little. And then I found out, have you looked up Bobo Bear? Why would I have looked you that up? You need to look up Bobo You need to look up Bobo Bear. He had this on everything. All of his like gaming names and everywhere. He was Bobo Bear. Is this going to like bring people up thought that I was like you? People does thought that, I was like part them, of does, it. Yeah. They thought he was Bobo Bear. The Bobo Bear. All right. I'm in a store. I'm in a storefront now. Yeah. Oh, I've just read the description as a load. Sexy Gay Bear. Yeah. A, sec- a collection of sexy Gay Bear characters drawn by Robert Nissi. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to cover that today. I think we're doing other stuff. Sexy gay bear. I know. All right, because bears are a gay slang, right? This isn't even a... This isn't as furry as I was expecting. I like that one. Which one? Personally, I like this one. I like that Sexy one. That's just a bear. <laughs> That's just straight up a Muppet. A Muppet of a bear. I think that is actually Bobo the Muppet. Yeah, if you look up Bobo Jenkins, go look him up. He's a cool country mm. singer. I only know of Leroy Jenkins. Leroy. Leroy Jenkins. Absolute classic. That's what Franklin's named after. That's why he has Jenkins. Because he's brave. Is he though? Sometimes. Depends. Alright. My notes start immediately. Because I did the whole thing in one big block. Kaya, what happened two weeks ago? Update to people. Previously on... Are you gonna, you're not going to edit in a bunch of clips from that other episode, are you? Look, do you know how long it took me to I do know, that for that one episode? Did you do that? We've done, you, that, we've done that one shit. single time and then we realised our mistake. That's like three hours of just like... It was so bad. And even like, and, but it was so good. You're not even Did it work? Oh, it was the best episode we've done. And it only went for like 30 seconds. How long did it take you to edit that together? At least twice long the Long enough that I said I wasn't going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, it, like, I don't even remember what episode it was, but I literally, anyone that, like, spoke to me, I was like, look at this thing I did. There's nothing on that you, you have to listen Yeah, to it was one of our listen, most downloaded episodes because you kept streaming it to show people. Yeah. I think I showed it to um, Sean, like, maybe four or five times because it was like, but just listen to it again. Just, yeah. just listen again. I was so proud of myself. It's the best editing I've done in my life. Uh, alright, where we were up to was, because I've, I've written things on the back of old episodes, um, Hobgoblin had just been made into the Goblin Knight. Does this all sound familiar to you guys? Yes, he'd yes. been made into the Goblin Knight. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, and we've got this constant, um, Green Goblin slow build uprising. Peter's bad at being Peter. He's mostly focusing on the Spider-Man aspects. Yeah. Which used to be a thing. They've broken up. Yep. 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 And he likes, um, Anna Maria. That's about all you need. Yep. Let's keep going. Look, if you want to know what happened last time, listen to the last episode again. They probably should have done that as well. Yeah, it'd be weird if you come in like (laughs) this part. You know what I hate? The start of things. It's really funny though. A lot of people will listen to like the first episode, but never the second. And you're like, you you really didn't care how it ended. It'd be really weird if it was like just first and then third. Mm. We've actually had that happen quite a bit. Odd numbers, baby. That's what I'm talking about. So I like to have the car volume in my car set out because it annoys you. How? Yeah, I, yeah, that does trip me out. <laughs> it needs to be on. It needs to be even numbers. Yeah. But even or then, in I like fives. It, no, I like yeah, yeah fives or tens. 
Nah, man. I've... No, to- Toby will literally t- change the volume so, so like that it's a, the wrong one. So like a seven? Oh. No, because so there's an exact pitch between I'm the volumes. No. Because I swear to God, some of them will raise like the treble more than the bass. I would rather have it on a lower volume care. but have it be an even number. I, I, I don't care. No, you guys, you guys don't understand me. <laughs> No, I don't. Three heads one here, Toby. Exactly. I do not you understand, understand you, and I don't care. <laughs> All right, so taking place around the time, 2013, where we're at with, um, I should, we should credit people, I haven't done that in weeks, yes. uh, Dan Slott and right. his run of Superior Spider-Man with artists that were also there. I've got, like, Ryan Stegman, Ryan. Giuseppe Kuman Coley, who I think we've mentioned earlier because he was there at the start. Ramos. Artists changed so much in... Still really, they don't. They don't stick through. No, they're very unless you're like. Um, How are they contracted for? I don't know. It's it's more of like a deadline problem. Humberto Ramos, who we've seen a few times now. Well, who who sticks? Xavier around? Rodriguez. Who sti- Marcos. Who stuck Martin. around for the entire series? We've seen a lot of Humberto, and we've seen a lot of Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Um. Yeah. Unless you're Greg Capullo, you really aren't a consistent regular in a popular book. <laughs> We got, yeah, we got this. It's like the one time. Cool is lovely. Slot tag. Yeah, Gage has to help finish it off at some point. Alright, but we're in we're in 2013. And around this time, Marvel was releasing the big omnibus collection of Spider-Man 2099. Oh yeah. Um, it was all the classic runs from when he was first made. So it made sense to um get him topical again. And they put him in the current loop by having him show up in Superior Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Miguel O'Hara is 2099 Spider-Man. Do you want to quickly brush on that guy? Sure. 2099 Spider-Man is from the year 2099. Yep. Which is an alternate dimension. He is part Mexican, part Scottish. Irish. Toby liked to say that he is... Scottish was the Terry McGuinness one. Because oh. <laughs> we were arguing about who's better. Well, that's why I get confused. Yeah. Toby likes to think that he is related to um, Constable O'Hara in Batman 66. Yeah, there's a there's a buffoon police character in the 60s Batman show called Chief O'Hara. Mm-hmm. who doesn't get a first name, and I like to think he's related directly to Miguel. Well, what links do <laughs> For we no have? For no reason. Are there lots of links between DC and Marvel universes? I'm God, sure. no. I thought they did something. Really? No, they're too competitive. They hate each other. They used to do amalgams where they would like do a crossover here and there, but they they can't agree Um, on it ever. It was created in 1992 by Peter David and Richard Leonardi. What what was his origin? We watched a quick rundown of it earlier. Um, He worked at like a science place. I've written it down like a million times. Let me find it. Alchemax. Um, and the boss of Alchemax was, like, a pretty bad guy and gave him all this, like, vaccine thing. He was, um, they were doing a lot of, like, DNA splicing and he would control his workers by getting them addicted to a drug that he has more of, if you're obedient. And so... Which I guess is a, I guess, like, unions are... Not doing so hot in 2099. That's a thing a big business is doing to its employees. So Miguel tries to put himself into, like, one of their labs to, like, 
basically ease his addiction. Yeah, he was trying to rewrite his DNA to before he was hooked on the drug. And then the slimy other work guy who wanted to, you know, climb the ladder did a real dick move and just turned all of the dials to, like, ten. Like, really hard. To try and get him more hooked. Just well, to, like, no, fuck just the to guy fuck up, really. And then he I was, bet he looked like the little Weasley kid from Recess. He, th- he thought that Miguel <laughs> would die, and then when he went in, because Miguel wasn't dead, he turned him around and he had fangs. That's such a weird detail about 299 that I could and never then, imagine. He has fangs? He has, he has fangs, fangs that secrete venom like a spider would. Does he ever the use them? He must have for them to know I that they're strong enough to break down, like, the Submariner, but... Um, I can't imagine he, So, the dude that was the Weasley guy started shooting, and then he accidentally hit, like, some explodey chemical-y thing, and the Spider-Man tries to save him, but when he can't save him, he realises what he can do, and so he goes and puts on his Day of the Dead costume, which is made from... Damn it. Fancy fabric. Whatever bullshit fabric, like, the Fantastic Four's costumes are made out of. And, and, um, unstable molecules or something. Yeah, just molds to their abilities. Yeah. So it's hyper-durable bullshit for, sci-fi fabric. Yes. Yeah. And, it's, and, it's whatever Edna Mode used in Nick Craig. And a little that cape that he got yeah. from a Thor, like, groupie. Yeah. Did I do good? God, no. Does he spike? <laughs> I, I explained the whole story. Okay, so his spikes... So his origins is Hulk, but then he kind of becomes, like, a less hairy beast, but he's inspired by Spider-Man to be Spider-Man. Okay, does he have a day job? Yeah, he works at Alchemax. Does he still work there after He that? continues yeah, to he, work there because he he's like an inside like an man. Inside bring it down, dude. Oh, yeah. As, as my notes will conspire, it is, it, it's, it's an Oscorpy fucking this, place. Why does this remind me of like Amazon then, or something? And then when he gets brought into this timeline, Peter Parker offers him a job and he's like, cool, I can give up superhero. That's why after 2013. Like, that's you after know, my notes. But that's what he does afterwards. He, yeah. wants, he, just wants he never help. wants to actually be a Spider-Man. He just wants to be a Spider-Man. Hmm. To help Spider-Man. He likes being a Spider-Man. He's one of the better ones of the fucking bunch. I'd pick him over like a Ben Riley. And, and his suit has little like grapple bits that he accidentally kills people with. No, he has those. No. And I think, suit. you know who would be a very good person Eventually, to play him? To, who do you think could play him that is really famous at the moment? Oh, I don't know. Actually... Probably, yeah, Pascal. <laughs> Pascal, he's everything. Well, because he's, he's specifically a mixed-race character. He, so he's it a makes Mex- sense. Mexican-Irish. Yeah. If he buffed up, I think he could do it. <laughs> Imagine a leprechaun, but you can't see him under his big sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> um, Juby, who's a better character, Spider-Man 2099 or Batman Beyond's Terry McGinnis? Mm. Yeah, let me look at this first. So have a look at that suit. Look at the detailing. Is that what I'm looking at based on appearance? No, just uh, as overall character. So like just with like future reference, so, like this is like the futuristic. I think Batman. Right, cool. This one. <laughs> <laughs> Was that like a loaded question I w- there? <laughs> I would. I'm sure it bugs a lot of people, but it's one of those Marvel vs DC. What is your favorite stand the test of time? What is your favorite Batman Beyond suit though? I just like the classic. I'm the same as the. I'm just yeah yeah. If they keep it completely, like, dead stealthy, I really like it because it's weird and creepy. Once yeah. he's armoured up, like, in the Arkham Knight, I yeah, think it's did. not as good. Yeah, because they added a lot to him. In he the looks Arkham like Knight. a fucking modern warfare character at that point. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a fan. No, I yeah, the armour with him. 
I don't yeah, like the it, new it's superior. Uh, it's too much. I don't like the new um, twenty ninety nine suit either, which does appear in one of the PS four games. But yeah, it's too much. Me and Kai were talking about it before. It's there's. Yeah, I don't like it's it. overly detailed, whereas I like the simplicity of the classic 2099 suit, even though it has a big Punisher skull on the front of it. Yeah. Um, they, they seem to be, like, adding stuff to the game because they want to show off graphical detail. Yeah. But sometimes keeping it just simple. Yeah. There's a very specific balance, so you have to make something striking and unique, but also, like, very bold and simple. You know? Yeah, you can't have it too much. Yeah, if, if you make it overcomplicated, it's harder for other people to draw. It's harder to create just a basic ass symbol out of it and stuff. Mm. And you got to think about like how it interacts with the environment but I, and where I, light would go. I even love like how this suit, it is meant for him to be around at night. Mm. It is just meant for him to be stealth. It feels like such and a I, And I suit. like when they do him like super blue, like for daytime as well. Like it's one of those really good metallic-y costumes. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, so they've decided to pump him into the current run of Spider-Man to get people, like, make him topical again. Um, he's sent back to the present world of 2013. Um, an event in the current timeline that we are reading in Superior Spider-Man is breaking down his reality. It's a bit like the Roswell that ends well episode of Futurama. Um, his grandfather is in danger in 2013 and it's breaking down his reality because like if that guy doesn't have a kid who ends up being the guy in charge of Alchemax and then Miguel won't get born and everything gets all fucking strange so his father is the big villain in charge of Alchemax he's kind of like the Osborn mixed with Kingpin of the future um, and this company arises from the ashes of a sabotaged and usurped Horizon Labs which um, we saw at the end of two weeks ago's episode um so, 2099 Spider-Man races back through time to the current Horizon Labs. Um, they're having a time of travel adventure as well, so it must be causing this future shift that he's dealing with. He gets there and says, you all have to listen to me, I know exactly what to do, and we can salvage this. And Superior Spider-Man rocks up and punches him out cold. There's definitely missing notes here. Just you printed him. Okay, um, he had a brush. Well, I was trying to fit it all together. Look, what happens is me pulling fake knowledge out of my house. Um, he, he appears, he's looking around to figure out where the shift is, and he has a brush in with Superior Spider-Man. Yep. And they've had a crossover before, a very popular one. So he's gone, hey, it, you remember me, don't you, Parker? And then Superior Spider-Man is immediately like, this fucking imposter knows my secret identity he knows too much and they have like a brawl um and they split ways he gets to horizon labs and he's like don't worry guys i know exactly how to fix this and then superior spider-man follows him there and knocks him out like in one punch to the fucking side of the head and he's like that's for crossing me and everyone's like he was gonna stop this uh time black hole we were making he's like oh okay (laughs) That brings me up to where my notes are. <laughs> Look at the side of these eyes. Um, uh, now I've lost where I actually am in my notes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Superior, Superior Spider-Man sucker punches him out. Cold. This issue is really chaotic. It's just a lot of mystery and time travel stuff packed in. Like, it's mm-hmm. obviously hard to contain multiple timelines and 
Time travel is one of those things where it's like you're gonna have plot holes no matter what you do, so be fucking careful with how you deal with it. Yeah, especially yeah. with like planning a series around mm. it, that would be such a headache. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that's ever done it well is Austin Powers, because they specifically tell the audience to not fucking overthink it, because you're just ruining <laughs> the movie. Um, yeah, not to mention, it, it's full of 2099 slang, which I, I hate. <laughs> um, and I do like, it, at one point when all this shit's going down, it's all happening at once, Superior Spider-Man gets a call from Mary Jane, who misses him being like a total simp, and he's just like, I'll deal with you later. Like, in the That's most dismissive busy. way and hangs up on it. Oh, he, he's got bad, like, social cues. It's fun. <laughs> well, he's, he dresses up as an octopus, like... Yeah, I mean, really he's a sociopathic a villain. Guy. Yeah. Alright, so from here, our superior Spider-Man needs to prove he's smarter than this future Spider-Man. Because he is the superior Spider-Man, not just for present, but for all Spider-Mans. Right. Yeah. Uh, and eventually... Yeah, he, he has to prove that he's smarter than this than Miguel O'Hara and Peter Parker in every other version. Parker knew the equation needed to counteract this time-breaking particle, but Otto doesn't. And that's the challenge. Do you remember when I said there was that really cool issue where he deleted all of Peter Parker's memories? Yeah. And, like, Peter dies in it? Yeah. Every detail on how to fix this problem die in that issue. So if that didn't happen, this problem wouldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like just standing there trying to do maths in his head, staring at this detonating time travel box thing in the jig. Um and he ends up sitting there thinking for too long, he's too late, while everyone escapes, he's imploded into nothingness within Horizon Labs. Which gets like crated. Um, and I, I do like the moments where he's, like, combing the few memories of Parker that's still left. And it's all, like, the original art from the 60s, with his head, like, hastily photoshopped over it. It's just a really... I, I love the look of those moments. Of the 60s. Well, it's, like, in the middle of current really good art. And it's like... Oh, if I can, if I can find it. like this. It's before it blows up. Where are we? Maybe it's in here somewhere. Feel free to edit around this. What this wonderful explanation of events? There. Oh, look! This oh, whole that is cool. it's all like the weird classic, like mm. Steve Ditko style art with and just old timey Doc Ock with the stupid goggles, just like hastily thrown over the top of but Peter that, Parker's head. Is that web? Yeah, but that would... Yeah, it's just into... But what's It's just into cutting all the old panels. It's but so what's cool. perfect about it is it fits. Yeah. Like, it works. Like, if they were to do modern style with it, you wouldn't get that. It would look you know that sense of, like, and, the, and it's weirdly abrasive to have Otto's head over the top of it. Whereas if it was modern, it would not look genuine in the first place. No. Mm. I, yeah, I, I do love that. It's fun. Um, Miguel ends up escaping with his grandfather. Like, he's like, I'll let you die because it'll solve all the problems of the future. But it, but the grandfather dude's like, won't it like probably ruin all the good things too? And he's like, fuck, you're right. Um, but with Horizon Labs blown to shit, this grandfather dude, he takes his holdings in the company, merges them with something called Allen Chemicals and also a piece of classic Oscorp. And this starts the construction on Alchemax. I love it. This is the origin of like 
every horrible thing that happens in 2099. I like that they... It's not even a retcon. So they just, like, placed an origin story into this. I love this. it how they, how they made it so that the 2099 Spider-Man, like, all of his problems, he is witnessing. It's, yeah, it's directly the affecting yeah. the timeline in front of him. He's like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> He's literally watching it all go wrong. And he has to. Like, and that's just it. Mm. He, like, he sees it, but he just has no choice. Yeah, he's just, just kind like, of right, sitting there. Know, bang his grandma. Bang his grandma. Yeah. He what? In the time travel future armor episode. Oh, yeah. I remember because that. his his grandfather gets, like, exploded. And so he's like, hang on a second. If your grandpa never did it, then. And she's like, you look exactly like me. <laughs> and then that all, like, and that all becomes, uh, like, weird dramatic importance because the brain aliens can't scan him because he's, like, some sort of weird. Not he's, quite inbred, but something. Yeah. God. Yeah, that's good stuff. Time for the so future. I love Zoeberg. He is just beautiful. Man. He's the Roswell alien in that episode. They dissect him. That, that was about six months where I did that every time Toby tried to talk to me. Not yeah. just like he leave the room with a crab walk. He's he would be like, "Yeah, it was very do tedious." You, think you can like play this off. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> Squirts mink. Yep, um, so Miguel witnesses the rise of Alchemax in front of him. Um, the grandfather that sent him back in time to stop whatever was happening, obviously Alchemax just happened, so everything in the future just got put back to normal. And he's like, great. So he smashes the time travel device in the future, stranding Miguel in the past. Yay! Not confusing at all. He went to the past on a hypothetical bus... And then someone took the tires off the bus. Yeah. Leaving him in this time location. Only there was Ubers. There's no time Uber here. Time Uber. Yeah, so he gets a Uber. job at Alchemax as an like assistant Uber. to monitor things for the time being. And I love that it makes... It pretty much renders every problem in 2099 Dr. Octopus's fault. <laughs> because he couldn't solve that one little... Um, equation the ending of the issue cover it covers a few bits of ongoing things too um uh, mary jane breaks up with peter parker despite him breaking up with her what would have been like three weeks of our podcast ago yeah how many times did they break up they broke up and then she wanted to do no, the no, breaking up herself up with her and then she didn't like that so she broke up with him she's oh. very fucking annoying in this book <laughs> um yeah that's the problem with on-again, off-again relationships that have been going on since 1965, is it can make both parties seem either weird, petty, or just stupid. Yeah. That's one good thing about Bruce is he will never try to date someone a he, second he time. He will just... He Except would, for Catwoman. That's he does But he kind of walks into that. He knows he's, He knows that's not going to happen. He, he, knows he knows he's it's prepared a for it. He, he like knows yeah. it's, just, it's not going to last, but it's going to be fun while it does. Look, we'll hang out, but I know for a fact you're going to steal like a jam I'm going to punch in the head. She's oh, like, and she's like, I agree to these terms. And they shake. There's fuck buddies, aren't they? <laughs> kind of. Well, do you remember the Spider-Man game they with Catwoman? She's like, Black Cat and Catwoman Catwoman are exactly the same characters. No, but Black Cat, she's just like, I'm pregnant. And and Peter Parker's like, whoa. Did you play that? Yeah. And she's like, ha, JK. She just distracted him so she can run away. Yeah. But that's the thing. Usually... She either sits there and she's like, I'm going to steal a thing and you're going to be mad at me. Or she goes, 
Nah, I can't unbachelor the greatest bachelor. I'm out. Yeah. Um. Which is what happened with well, in, Nightwing and Batgirl. Well, even in Hush, they were pretty serious at the end of Hush. Yeah, Hush is like where they were like, let's make her more of a um, not even a villain at that I'm point. Yeah. Because she's never really an anti-hero. She, she went from straight villain to kind of, like, doing her own thing, kind of staying out of everyone's way. Yeah. Kind of, she's like the opposite of Penguin, who stopped doing goofy schemes and bullshit and just started running his club and maybe selling guns here and there. Yeah, he Don't just wants out of the problem. He's just like, Batman, leave me alone. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he's like. You. I'm sick of having my fucking wrist broken all the time. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> his wrist is just... I'm not like, wobbling out of humor anymore. <laughs> Yeah. I really can't move that well. You never know. Batman can, like, put his posture in place and he's not, like, hunched over, like, a little man. He's just, like, straight. New life. New he's, he's got a normal nose now because he's been punched, <laughs> like, in many so many times. <laughs> um, another beat to mention at the end of this issue is that Spider Island was funded by offshore accounts. Um, Captain Watanabe as the Wraith and that um, Carly police officer who's been suspicious of this Spider-Man all along have discovered that these offshore accounts running all of his expensive bullshit are owned by Otto Octavius. Yay for Swiss bank accounts. Yes. So they have followed the money and they're like, look, Spider-Man is specifically using Otto's credit card for shit. No. Right it's on. weird that he has those eight tentacles on his back. Just from quite place where I remember it from. Hang on a second. That thing says Otto on it. I know she's doing a lot of investigation. She wants actual proof. But at the start of this, Otto Octavia said, Hey, I've been brain swapped with Peter Parker. you got to help me. Don't shoot that gun. Oh, you shot that gun and fucking hit you because you're dumb. Remember like, all that? Look, it's like every time in Batman 66 and they're like, What's the name on the deed? Fish E? Wow. It must be the penguin. No, his name was Pete. N. Gwyn. Oh, that's true. P. N. Gwyn. Yeah. P. N. Gwyn. That was when he bought the nuclear warheads from the army. Where did he get the money for that? He's the penguin. Who cares? The 60s are odd. It's It's like like a money order. Yeah. Um, Right. Uh, A lot of this book is a new Spider-Man dealing with people and events in different ways to the classic Peter Parker. I love that we brought up Black Cat because this is one of my favourite moments in Superior Spider-Man. You love Black Cat. This Black Cat bit is a delight. You bring it's it up quickly. Um, this next piece is no exception and one of my favourite moments. Normally Black Cat, um, she usually gets a pass, you know? Like, her and Spider-Man flirt, um, they, he tries to get a peaceful resolution, uh, usually fails and she gets away with the good. She's probably more successful than Catwoman as far as thievery goes. Um, but not this Spider-Man. She goes to do the standard monologue, you know, like she's like, oh, you know, what are you doing? Are you going to yell at me for stealing shit? What was me? Are you going to punish me? He fucking socks her right in the mouth and smashes a tooth (laughs) out of her head. Just fucking bang. She wasn't Once to the fist and her hitting the ground. Two hits. She wasn't expecting that. Can you imagine? No, she gets mad. She's like, what the fuck was that? And he's like, I'm Spider-Man and I apprehend criminals. (laughs) Um, He steps on her, then webs her to the ground for police to find. It's very surprising and abrupt to read, and he does not 
even consider to tolerate her bullshit as a character. It's fucking amazing. A tooth. You just cost me a tooth. Yeah. <laughs> Apprehending criminals. I'm Spider-Man. This is what I always do. Yeah, he doesn't know who that is. She's not in any of the preserved memories. Well, that's just a full-on crack, too, and she falls off the... It's a fucking <laughs> full punch to the head. She's a criminal! I, it's his job! But, he, but Octavius it's, isn't sexually It's also very sexist. <laughs> it's very, like, I'm beating a woman. No, that's equality. I know. Yeah, she's no, a criminal. No, in, it's equality. She is a criminal. He must put her down. They specifically said in Batman the Brave and the Bold... My, the hammers of justice are unisex. Yes. Who says that? Batman says that after punching a female character. <laughs> She's like, you hit a girl, and he's like, the hammers of justice are unisex. <laughs> then he face stomps her here. Yeah, he like <laughs> he full steps on her throat like a fucking. Whack. It's it's, see, it's the Resident Evil Eight dream, but he, she doesn't seem as happy about it. Look at it. He does. He just steps on her chin and then like gutter stomps her and the webs are up. But if he didn't do that, you'd be like, ooh, he's too nice to the woman. She's still a criminal. He's- Can you imagine that in a film? <laughs> yeah, it'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Just like- Equality. Yes. Oh, there's nothing like, I'm not doing anything spe- specifically superhero-y or Spider-Man specifically. I'm just punching a woman in the fucking mouth. <laughs> and then gutter stopping her. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, it's date night. So, yep. upon a blanket on a web hammock in the sky, Aww. Parker invites Anna Maria to work with him at Parker Industries. How little is she, Jesus? Yeah, she's small. I like the hammock, hey, though. there is nothing wrong with being short. You're insecure about your height. I am. <laughs> Wait, what Very you... much so. You know what's a fascinating fact, though? She's taller than, like, every porn star I'm interested in. Turns out they're all really short. Just, just a weird bit of trivia. Do you just look up leprechauns or something? Like, no. I look, have you seen? How tall is she? She's got little arms. She's a little person. Oh, she's a little person. Yeah, remember? Look at how small she looks here. She yeah, looks like a child. Depending on the artist, she is maybe a little over short in some issues. She looks like a child, like even there. Yeah. Um, That's all good. So now that Horizon Labs is done, he and he's about to get his doctorate, as you guys remember... Um, it's time for him to strike it out on his own. He's going to do Parker Industries, which I was surprised to find was in this, that there was an Octavius idea. Because um, Parker Industries becomes like an actual ongoing story arc for Peter later. When they do the amazing Spider-Man, when he has all these gadgets. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I like that. That's the sh- that's the Spider-Man suit that I used in the PlayStation 4 game, like the whole time. Yeah, that's a beautiful... Like, the, the it's kind of glowy symbol. and it's but it's not super shiny. Yeah. I love how it looks. It's so cool. I think he had sideburns in that run. Anyway, yeah, I liked that it was Otto's idea. That, that was weird to me. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, Otto has Peter Parker's luck. So his thesis that he presents to the university goes horribly wrong when Professor LeMay's points out that it's all based on Otto Octavius's technology and studies. Oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> He's like, I've got this stuff that attaches to your, the, you know that little chip that explodes in Spider-Man 2 on the back of his neck? Yeah. It's pretty much, he's like, I'm presenting this, and it can control limbs, so you can do all sorts of stuff, and use prosthetics for people who are amputees. And LeMay stands up and goes, I saw that in Spider-Man 2, you're not original. (laughs) 
Uh, so he gets, you know, laughed and booed out of his doctorate. Yeah, you, sir, have stolen the life's work of my good friend. Yeah, I, that's a fun twist, too, because Otto, like, subconsciously is, like, this fucking douche from my school who was an idiot and sucks. Regarded Otto as, like, a friend and very intelligent man and, like, admired the guy. It's a very one-sided hate relationship, it turned out. Look at the face at the end. <laughs> I destroy you first. Look at it. He's like a pouting little... <laughs> yeah, the mm. villain faces on Peter Parker's head are very fun. I love it. Um, so there's that. Meanwhile, you've got Angela Brancali, we'll say. Okay. Or Brankel. I really hope it Angela Brang... Brankale? I don't know. Yeah, Brank. Okay. All right, Angelina. That's all she's getting. <laughs> Angelina Anaconda. She wakes up from her coma and is using her live-action VR strong woman called Stunner to get revenge for the death of her, the one man she ever loved, Doctor Octopus. Oh my god! The and the man who killed him uh, may or may not have been Spider-Man, <laughs> if you guys recall correctly. So I she emerges from this horrible coma and she's like. Where's my... She's, like, fucking juvia level. She's like, where's the love of my life? And they're like, oh, yeah, he died. Spider-Man, like, killed him. He fell out of a thing. It was a real dramatic issue. It was 700. Didn't you see that? And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So after a little tussle um, here and there, she... Spider-Man, like, goes and steals the VR machine she uses to control her uh, villain, I guess I would say. Cause, her mech. Yeah, well... When she's out causing crimes, she's just in, like, a basement. Mm. It's, yeah, it's mm. a it's a weird construct thing. It's a bit like a remote control villain. Um, he uses it to have Dr. Octopus come to her for a proper breakup. Oh. And, and how does this... It's like a weird touching moment. It's like she's trying to avenge this man and instead of fighting and bickering he does feel guilt about how she feels so he goes and has like a proper breakup so she can have closure mm. so she can stop smashing a bunch of shit my sweet stunner <laughs> well that's her villain name it, it does look weird written down yes it does <laughs> and i like that he's wearing kingpin's outfit i like that white suits with pebble ties are the height of like fashion and awesomeness in spider-man's new york city so were they married no, no. she just had a crush on him in, like, an earlier story arc. Ah, oh, okay. And she was sort of like being a henchwoman mm. to him as this giant uh, sci-fi bullshit. Okay. Yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah, so she has closure and stops her stuff. And while he's got the VR um, Dr. Octopus, he sends it to talk to Professor LeMaze as well. Uh, he tells him... That Peter was secretly his assistant and child prodigy and all the tech and thesis that Doc Ock ever used and made was actually Peter Parker. (laughs) (laughs) So he gets to have his doctorate now. Um, All all things are back on track and good. It's time for symbiotes. It's about the goblin. We finish up with the goblin. Like every few issues touches on the uh, goblin nation build up. Which, again, pacing-wise is so good. Every issue is its own issue. There's some overarching touching. There's some Lego variants around this time. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and it, all, and it keeps hinting at the story arc after this, which is a good way to 
I like that. Advertise people who have, read the next book. They have the variant with Black Cat. They don't have her with her the missing tooth. Oh, no, she got... Oh, her mouth is closed in there, isn't it? No, no, they're all just, like, really nice. But... Yes. <laughs> all right, we're up to the next one. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's time for Symbiotes, this one. Uh, for those playing at home at the time of this comic series, the classic Symbiote, with the Venom one itself, wasn't playing with Eddie Brock at- anymore. It was Flash Thompson... Who hated Peter Parker, but adored Spider-Man. Yeah. So, he... He was inspired about, like, putting other people's lives first, and he joined the Iraq War. Yes. He does this big selfless fucking hero thing that renders him a double-leg amputee. And, you know, like, not kicked out, but, like, forced-retired from military service. Yeah. Because he doesn't have legs. Um... He's dealing with that. The government has procured the Eddie Brock symbiote and they're looking for someone to test it on to try and use it for military purposes. And they're like, hey, buddy, it'll make up some legs and you'll be serving your country again. And he's like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, because he wants to be like Spider-Man. No, he wants feet, Kyle. No, he (laughs) He wants wants to to help others. The way that Spider-Man does. Yeah, and he probably remembers that time when Spider-Man had the Venom suit on and was doing good things. Yeah, and, and, and feet, of course. He can't get a pedicure no more. He wants, he wants like, some sand. He wants to walk on sand again. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway, he joins to the Venom symbiote. He actually is one of the better people at controlling it. He becomes Agent Venom. Which is why it looks kind of military-esque. Yeah. Well, yeah, it looks like a, like a spec ops um, thing. He keeps it kind of sedated, but he also gets along well with the symbiote. Yeah. Um, when Peter Parker had it, it kept making him more and more of a dick. Well, it was just Eddie Brock aggressive. just becomes like a big feral monster. But he's actually got a relatively tame. Yeah. Um, and he joins Guardians of the Galaxy for a while with it. I wonder how we did Sam because like Peter Parker just made him aggressive. Um, they 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 try to retcon symbiotes in that Guardians of the Galaxy story arc. They say that um, when they reject a horror store, they just don't mesh well. It usually brings out the primal feral instincts in both parties. Yeah. Whereas he's a much better. He just gets along better with the symbiote, yeah. so they cooperate a little bit better. It's kind of like having a dude that can tell a dog to sit, but then that same dog will bite some other guy. Yeah. yeah. It's his butt. Yeah. Anyway, he was inspired by Spider-Man, but had never met Spider-Man in canon until now. Um, which is great timing because Spider-Man is a dickish villain now. So after Parker Industries kicks off and Parker has sex with Anna Maria in front of glow-in-the-dark jellyfish... They converge at a Magia shootout. Do you know about the Magia? I do not know about the Magia. For those playing at home, for a while during the comics code bullshit, Marvel weren't allowed to say the Mafia anymore. What's the that? So the letter that comes after F in the alphabet is G. Magia. So now they're the Magia. Why couldn't they use Mafia? They weren't allowed to use Mafias. They weren't allowed to use werewolves. They weren't allowed to have crime ever Is having a I'm... good motivation. They weren't allowed to have suggestive posing. The comics code was like a super oh, yeah, bullshit that... thing. Dr. Like... Wortham can fuck himself. He said 
that he probably Connie's wasn't that for like T fifteens like they had like the actual ratings. Um, there used to be a little stamp in the corner that says the Comics Code Authority approved. Yeah. Which meant it didn't have a bunch of stuff. Which was over the top. He said, um, Batman and Robin would inspire children to be gay. He also said, I think it was Jeffrey Dahmer became a serial killer because there's too much sugar in people's food now. Fuck him. It's, you know, the whole argument that we currently have of video games are making children more violent. He was was doing that with sugar, magazines, probably gum. Maybe yo-yos. I wouldn't be surprised with this fucking guy. Uh, Yo-yos. He's he's a dick. (laughs) This is the guy that started He didn't like segregation in schools. I'll give him credit for that. Every other thing he did was a mistake. Every other thing. He killed the horror genre for a very long time. He killed the comics industry. Yeah. It's amazing that he got that far. Yeah, yeah, so now... Yeah, it was like they had interviews on Capitol Hill. Yeah, it was like a whole fucking big propaganda There's like huge trials about the fact of it. Uh, Frederick Wortham. But at the time when they had to use the Magia instead of the Mafia, that was when all the mob stuff in Spider-Man books and Marvel's New York City like took off and got popular and made a staple for itself. So now it's like a permanent... It's stuck mafia. now. They yeah. just have to keep the name. Pretty much. There's mafias in Gotham all the time. But it I'm it started go. again in a different era. Whereas they didn't have to make some weird... We're just going to change one letter of it. I mean, it's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the these Magia goons are stopped pretty quickly. Uh, because the spider mechs are there. As you remember, their henchmen have like big bionicle suits now. Yeah. Um... But this isn't the team-up that Agent Venom wanted, because uh, he's Venom, and this Spider-Man doesn't know about Agent Venom. So he's like, oh, i got to fight a symbiote. He's like, hey, it's an honor to meet you. He's like, ah, a villain. He's like, oh, nah. I swear. Well, I mean, it is all, like, hush-hush government stuff. Hmm. So he he maybe didn't know. Well, if someone showed up like that, you wouldn't think... Yeah, you would think that. And, um, I don't mean to backtrack too much, but I do like that that cardiac guy is one of the top doctors at Parker Industries. Like, he went out of his way to hire that guy. Yeah. As you recall from the underground surgeon stuff that he was doing. Yeah. So, while the fight is going on, we're going to jump across to the slow-cooking goblin stuff. Uh, the police officer, Carly, was kidnapped, um, and so was her little book of who the fuck Spider-Man currently is. Yay. Remember, all of her evidence is in a journal. Um, and this goblin found out that she knows. That was at the end of the yeah, last issue. Yeah. Um, the thing that that Carly had done in her journal, though, she was super careful not to mention who the Spider-Man was before Octopus. Like, she's got all her evidence and her bullshit, but it never breaches Peter Parker as a character. Yeah. But she obviously knows. Like I it's mean, she's in the not... journal, it's like obvious that she is walking around this. Yeah, and the goblin does wants to know that. Well, wants to know the guy. How sane is the goblin in this? Like, is he just mildly, like... mildly? I'm gonna say mildly. He's kind of like a. I'm gonna say like Riddler. Like okay. He's crazy, but he's also on top of everything. He's very intelligent and plotting. Yeah, he uses Excel sheets. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's also he's still the CEO of Oscorp. Yeah. He's still a Steve Jobs, but he's just like in a funny hat. 
He he just goes a little eccentric sometimes. Yeah. It's like it's five PM. Let's get the green suit on. <laughs> he goes and like loosens off his tie and puts the hat on. <laughs> That's I love his hat. It has sideburns built into it. Yes, it does. <laughs> well, otherwise you might recognize him. Yeah, yeah. we all know how just our phones green. go with glasses. Yeah. So she's questioned and interrogated. Green Goblin continues to wear the Hobgoblin costume and keeps ambushing Spiderbot blind spots and annoying the shit out of Spider-Man. Because as you recall, the Spider-Bots now cannot detect goblins at all. Mm. But he also doesn't want Spider-Man to be suspicious of him, so he's just cosplaying as Hobgoblin and just doing stuff. Yeah. He's a good boy. He knows good. See, again, he's very plotting and scheming. Um... Watanabe is hunting for Carly, whose last message on her phone was to Mary Jane, which specifically said something along the lines of avoid Peter Parker at all costs, which is obviously very fucking suspicious that she's warning people about this man and then is immediately missing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, from here, Peter, I'm sorry, from here, Parker Industries takes Flash Thompson to give him working legs. Like, they take the symbiote off of him, find that there's nothing below the knees, but he's also working on that, um, that prosthetic Doc Octopus stuff that we yeah, mentioned his, earlier. Yeah, his fancy chip. Yeah, they're doing his thesis stuff. Um, he's gonna do it on, um, Aunt May, but this dude here is probably a good test subject first, just in case it don't work. Yeah, we love good test subjects. Well, we don't want to, like, make Aunt May worse. She's been old since the 60s, so she's we've got to be careful with that. Dude, she's, she's made it so long. Yeah. Except for that time she didn't, and then they, like, did a weird... You know, the whole brand new day story after Look, the, last, about. the last time we had to deal with her, she started de-aging again. Yeah, she gets younger every movie. Um, yeah, they, they, Spider-Man is also working... He's using this, like, side scheme to capture the symbiote and do tests on it. Uh, this upsets it, and it breaks out, grabbing Spider-Man on its way past. So now we have a superior Venom. Yay. I was superior Spider-Man, and now I am superior Venom. The costume's weird. You just gotta, you just gotta trial everything. How do you feel, how do you feel about, it's weird to see, Venom's always got the Spider-Man logo, but it's weird to see him with the web inlays. It feels like poison. Mm. Like, it doesn't look like, it feels like it is just poisonous in it. Like, yeah, there's something odd about him having the webs. Yeah, like I mean, the, the eyes look cool. Well, that, that's just but the webs throw. No, but even like the webs like that, like it feels like it is poisoning him, like not working. Yeah, with it looks, him. It it looks is, like fucked up veins. It, yeah, it looks like it's actually poisoning like mm. him, like it's killing him. It's a weird look, and he's got the little like um red bits sticking out of his gloves. Mm. Yeah, I love that, like that little bit, like he's in there. Mm. It just it feels so suffocating. I love, I like the look of it. And even like here, like the design. It, yeah, and it's like even like how it like implements. It's specifically it. got like oh, tentacles. It's not the weird goo of a normal venom. It is tentacles. Mm. I love it how he has like no core, which yeah. makes like no sense. Yeah, he's it's a weird shape. He just sure. like gets snapped because he's he's got skinny. Sp- Obviously, this is a bad fucking idea. Holy shit. I just remembered that 
Doc Ock joining onto a symbiote was like a key moment in my original Spider-Man life because of the PlayStation game. Yeah. The final boss in that, the, the audio screaming that it chose to go with, like, haunted my dreams. But the final boss is the Carnage symbiote grabbing onto Doc Ock and you have to, like, blow up a whole facility with him in it. It's crazy. I'm, just, I'm sorry. I just, just tangent it off. We've actually covered that in an episode. You should look for that and listen to it. Um, Please don't ask me where to look for it. It is somewhere in the in, in time and space. No, it's like it's on Pumpkin website somewhere. Yeah. Um, also, Flash Thompson does need the symbiote back within the few hours because um, the uh, withdrawals is going to hit his system soon yeah. and definitely kill him. <laughs> What do you mean withdrawals? Why does he have withdrawals? Isn't it? Because um, his body has been relying on the symbiote a lot harder than most, most guys. Because he actually probably because like, of the leg stuff. His legs. Yeah. There's probably a lot of spinal attachment that's going to be an issue. Yeah. Because everyone like suffers from withdrawals from the symbiote, but it's just like to what degree. And plus, he had like uh, yeah, a and he was running clean. it on fucking sedatives as well. He had yeah. much which are all about to catch up on his system. Oh yeah, hey, you've been he you've been taking like hard tranquilizer meds for like two years, and they are about to uh, cash that check. So you might <laughs> want to do something about that. Because that was how he like kept it behaving. He kept it tame enough to control, yeah, yeah. by just smashing pills back. Yeah. Um, another group of people getting involved once more are the Avengers. Um, once I have to stand for that. We don't need you right now. The superior venom punching Thor in the face. It was a good moment. Um, while all that's going on, Iron Man finally shows up to be an Avenger this time. Um, it's the black and gold costume. Black and gold. There was a very long ongoing thing. Because this would have been around the time Daredevil was wearing the black suit too, I'd imagine. How does it take all of the Avengers to go up against him, though? Because Spider-Man's a very, like, nimble character compared to a lot of this roster, who are mostly just, like, standard brawlers. Because I would have thought, like... he's But he's also got, like, the physicality of a Venom behind him now. Yeah. Because if you remember the fight that he had with the Avengers near the start when they wanted to scan his brain... Yeah. He was not putting a mark on them as much as just, like, dodging and weaving yeah, around Yeah, that's, yeah. that's Spider-Man scene, but I guess he has an added strength. But I thought, like, the was Hammer just, yeah. Um, I, I love the, the... What do you think of the Captain America design, though? I, I like... It looks like I the missed, game. I miss the feathers, or the wings, or whatever the head is, but since, like, the Marvel movies, they don't do that. Um, how do you feel about the Iron Man suit in this one? The Iron Man? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't mind it. I like the extra It's weird seeing it without the red, but it's also kind of cool looking. It's very stylish. Mm. What else they got? They got, like, beefed up Wolverine. I miss the yellow suit. Me too. Like, they... Do you remember when they almost did that? They tease it at the end of, like, that. That was, like, so cool. And then they just, like, nah. Yeah, they. I think they even deleted that moment out of releases after a while because of bugged people. So much because now it's in the deleted scene section, not the after credit section. Bullshit! That was so cool. Like it just gave you a feeling seeing that. Oh mm. god! Who's that there? That? Spider Woman. Yeah, okay. Spider Woman. I don't know a whole lot about her. Um, for a while, she was a spider turned into woman, but they immediately changed that once the first writer got off the book because it was dumb. I vaguely remember her being pregnant for what felt like two fucking years, but I know it's not. 
She was pregnant on covers for a minute there. Yeah, she was for mm. a while. But I think that one issue stayed on the shelf for a really long time. So I feel like it was a way long pregnancy. Perhaps. Yeah. We'd have to do a proper episode for me to like double check some of this shit. Um, you know, I also see like the superheroes who actually have had kids. Like, there hasn't been that many, has there? Incredibles. One division. What like Magneto? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are yes. his twins, and yes. they fucking the Ultimates. Really? Is that like they are still the twins in that story. version? <laughs> Imagine the writers just like, is this normal? Yeah, it's normal. That yeah, Google that moment of Wolverine like in the bushes watching those two fuck and just be like, why did they do that? Meanwhile, Wait, what, who what, was it? Quicksilver and who? And his twin sister, what, Scarlet Witch. While we're talking about that, you know how because they're on different properties, like like 20th Century Fox and Marvel. Oh, because the movies, yeah. How they have like Quicksilver and like Avengers is different. Mm-hmm. In one division, they got the Quicksilver from the 20th Century Fox to come in. Well, because the one from the Marvel movies is dead. He died. And then, like, they're just like, <laughs> well, we own He's so fast, he got shot by a gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they, they were both from Kick-Ass, isn't that Literally weird? the whole way home from the film, that was all I heard. It was kind of funny. What? He couldn't out... He was so fast. Look, in my head... He can't outrun my gun. Look, I'm a DC boy, but... I always feel like speedster characters should be faster than Superman. Because that's the only power they get, so let them have it better than the dude who has every fucking power. Well, including that time he used to be able to shoot microscopic sp- uh, Supermans out of his finger. Yeah. Fuck, that was so dumb. But, he's already faster than a speeding bullet. That's like in his catchphrase. So, I assume guys with super speed... I'm gonna be faster well, than the, a speeding bullet. Well, the flash and it is faster. Hit him and he died. And I was like, oh no! Like they tease it, but the flash is faster. He fucking better be. Like, like running backwards, he is faster than Superman. Yeah. Well, I don't give a fuck. They pit the two of them many... against each other constantly. Well, and, and, then, and then sometimes they run right... backwards and can outrun him backwards. Uh, yeah, and then they w- look. They've done it a few times in the books. Sometimes Flash will win if it's a Flash book or if it's a Justice League book. But if Superman is the Headline of the character. character of the thing. He'll be like, I was holding back those other times to be nice. Oh, Fuck you. How many <laughs> times has how many times has every flash ran so fast they fell back in time because they ran faster than the speed of time itself? However Like six or seven fucking times they even caused the new fifty two doing that. He's shit. like shit, I gotta say. How many there. times has Superman done that? However, the Super- one time in the film when he just went Around the earth is going yeah. back the other way And then he kissed his girlfriend and made him forget her identity because that's another power he's got. I love it. He's been the earth the other way around and won't have major effects on the oceans. <laughs> that also um, wouldn't work. Time zones aren't a law of physics. <laughs> They're a place to organise your clock. There's the sun oh, just going back tonight. over the other way around. It's like, wow. Yeah, but even if you do that, you're still at the same time. You're just in different time the fucking it. zone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guess what? I was day night, to... day night, day night! Oh! A, a little tangent here is that um, I was trying to work out what the biggest time zone in Australia would be. So I googled biggest time zone in Australia, and the answer's um, Western Australia because it's the biggest state. And I was like, not that time zone, you jerk. <laughs> to- Toby meant the arcade. I was no, looking yeah. for arcades and it was telling me about clocks. I was, I was confused at first. It took me a minute. Yeah, so Iron Man's here. Isn't that nice? I, I, yeah, I think the suit's cool. The gold looks nice. I love that extra thing. It makes the gold look cool. His chest. 
Yeah, he's got like little But arms. even like how they've like the ma- the mouth plate is just like that bit wider. It just mm. I love how it stands out. I don't you can it. see a lot of the effects of the movies in this book, mostly in the character designs of the Avengers, like that and Captain America. Do you remember when Iron Man's suit was an iron red torso, iron red gloves, and like a morph suit? Yeah. How does his arms hold up those big fucking gloves? Because was, it was presumably a sock. Wait. Yeah. I don't know. It must have been made of some light. It was like, lo- it was spandex or some shit. There was no armor yeah, protecting him. Yeah, it would just be just, I don't understand. No, because what, um, we were, when we were learning about 2099, his newest suit is made out of a mix of... Unstable molecules, but also Kevlar. Yeah. Which is a thing from the future. I mean, I don't know if that now. That's, he, he didn't have that in the 70s. He's very smart. No. Um, anyway. How do you think? Like, yeah. Because Iron Man and Batman are pretty much the same thing. People say that, but they're so different. Yeah, but just like money and power. Well, Bruce who Wayne was when, training in the think? fucking snow, picking that blue flower and whatever the fuck was in that movie. Iron Man was drinking. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. He was just drink. But yeah, they're putting their money into different things, but I just think... I find that interesting. Is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah. look at it. See, look, there's no, no. no armor from the crotch to the ankle. There. It's just, but you know what oh, it's for? Muscle definition. Look at that. If you, you, yeah, he's just like, see, look, he wants like, everyone to know how jacked he's he is. He's like, I am so <laughs> jacked. I'm, I'm willing to get shot in the elbow. No, I don't give a no, fuck. No. Look how cool I am. <laughs> look at my calves. That one's not muscle. <laughs> that one's actually just a guy. <laughs> it's it's like, it looks like a sex suit. Look at it. He's wearing like a full fucking no, but that's all. He vinyl just, gold he, outfit. He just wanted armor over the top. He just wants muscle definition in there. That's all mm. that matters. <laughs> then I'll run. Um, so the Doctor Octopus Spider-Man Venom. What a complicated thing this is. Uh, he calls his henchmen to attack the Avengers to help him. Um, and his men are about to be on the move from the island, but the Spider-Bots are currently seeing protest. Uh, civilians are smashing them in the street because they think it's annoying that he can see them shower and live their lives and do all that, like, um... Big Brother. Yeah, Big Brother. I was going to say, um, what's the American one? Big Brother. Nah, it was a recent thing. But forget it. It's, they're, they're, it's, it's too much surveillance, it's annoying people, so they're just, like, stomping these robots in the street. Um, and also, Spider-Man beating up the Avengers is bad PR, I guess. Uh, this also tangents well because this goblin knight, who we touched on two weeks ago, is hidden in the rafters monitoring how the spider island setup works. Um, afterwards, he heads back to Goblin's hideout where Carly has been. Um, she has also been altered. She wouldn't talk, so um, they're going to make a goblin out of her. Do you remember the serum that made... Uh, Willem Dafoe really weird in the first movie. What do you mean weird? Just made him Willem Dafoe. <laughs> he screamed in a mirror and stuff. That weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back to formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all that shit. Um, she's got that. Um, it makes her look really gross looking. Um, they also call her a character called Monster. I love it. It's How so, creative. It's not much creative, no. It's fun, though. It's like the energy drink. <laughs> Just give her the M on the chest. Um, so, to wrap up the Avengers fight, Iron Man's suit shows up, and it is worn by Flash Thompson. Um, I forget why that mattered. Oh, 
this Venom symbiote sees him as a friend, not a threat. So, so it like nullifies the spider sense, so the Iron Man can like sneak up behind him and smack him in the head. Yeah, because the symbiote likes him. Yeah, they're buds. Um, so he's like, "Hey, Dad!" And he uses, you know, he gets the symbiote back off of him. Spirit Spider Man rolls out of the Venom and pulls the most amazing shit. I had traces of symbiote in my system, slowly making me a dick for like months. That's why I'm not like Peter Parker at the moment. <laughs> Thank God that's over and I can actually be myself again. <laughs> and everyone's like, questionable. I have no evidence to disagree with you, but I hate your lies. <laughs> you know? Um, another twist at the end of this is that the Jedi ghost is back. Um, the Peter Parker blue spirit. Um, he says he was just hiding out in those few personal memories. Getting strong. I mean, yeah, he was he was still floating around in those. But my own personal fan theory is that the original symbiote would still hold some of Peter's DNA. Mm. It would, I reckon. And I think that mixed with a few of the leftover memories I it takes boosted something. him enough. I thought it takes something from well, the it, It's inspired by the original host, so that's why it does the webs. That's why it kind of looks like a Spidey man. Yeah, it takes something Except from the horror. Yeah. It takes something, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that might have given him enough push to re-exist. I love that. So to speak. I love that, though. It's like, all is right in the world, all he manages to look at. Look at their look faces. Look at their faces. They're like, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, you damn liar. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Even Flash Thompson's, like, whispering to him. It's like, nah. Like, we haven't spoke to that Spider-Man in, like, so long. It's bullshit. But after all this, the original Hobgoblin rocks up to the Green Goblin's hideout. At first, they play along. Um, the, when I say the original Hobgoblin, I mean, like, the original guy. Not the dude who's currently Hobgoblin. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, Like, he's like, you're gonna do this big goblin thing. Yada, yada, yada. Villain politics. And then Green Goblin strangles him to death. Um, he's the Goblin King, and there will be no one standing against him. Shit, even standing beside him. Like, he won't take a right-hand man. A few henchy types, and that's about it. Uh, one of the dudes in his henchman group, um, very venture bros, is a guy with an eight ball for a head. <laughs> he reminded me of the manic eight ball. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Um, yeah, so the Goblin King checks the body to find someone else. Like, the hobgoblin he strangled is still not the real hobgoblin. He is hiding out in Paris. Where does he get these other hobgoblins? Does he just, like, so many, out, like... So there was an arc before this where some dude was, like, acquiring all the costumes, gadgets, and basically rights to be characters and auctioning them off. So the current hobgoblin had bought... He was pretty much pay-to-win DLC in New York City Spider-Man universe. So he's paid to be Hobgoblin, but now he's constantly having to pay for the rights to upkeep it. That's why he was constantly doing all those crimes that weren't being detected by Spider-Man. So when the real one shows up, he's inspired by that idea to maybe have a fall guy in case Green Goblin does something that the Green Goblin would do. Yeah. It's always good to have a full guy. Oh, everyone needs a full guy. Yeah. I also like that he's hiding in the same cafe as fucking Bruce Wayne at the end of the Nolan trilogy. (laughs) Totally. Um, 
Yeah, and he's like, this isn't over. And I'm sure it's not. Because, you know, comics go forever. Um, that is literally the only spot I can stop. Because everything is Goblin Nation-centric after this. And it just goes and goes and goes. That's Morbius? okay, because we're... we're, hit, I'm not, we're I think fine. so. No. It's a Morbius villain. Oh, okay. That's yeah, we, we did it. High five again. Let's see him next week. Oh, that was a good one. Look how sharp that was in your little audience. Ooh, and the art style changes. Just a quiet one. We get new how many art- do you want? Stop it. Do we get a new artist for the next week? Um, that is an annual. Oh. Annuals usually sometimes matter to canon, sometimes don't. Usually a guest artist and guest writer, because it comes out alongside the real books. They can often be very fun, or they can retcon the Mr. Freeze origin so hard that the new 52 cannot fucking recover from that stupid choice. So so they can be canon, they cannot be canon. Eh, it depends on how they're feeling. They're usually just like a fun sidebar. Oh, I appreciate that they're in the trade, because sometimes it's very, those aren't. It's a very clean art style, the annual. It's very old school. but I, It looks old-timey. It, it even does like the classic nine-page, like, nine-panel layout as well. Yeah, just to bring this whole episode full circle, I went on and double-checked. Um, th- uh, 12 people has have listened to Superior Spider-Man Part 1. 13 people have listened to Part 2. Aha. Uh-huh. So some someone came in on Part 2 and has no idea what's going on. You want to hear a fucking twist? It was me. No. <laughs> We're on Spotify now. Yeah. And I realised that recently. <laughs> even yeah. though I knew... I told you. I was like, I'll see how we're going, because one of us should probably check on us sometimes. I, I do also. I, I like... It was me all along. I'm the 13th guest. I was I was looking at how many people have, like, downloaded episodes in February, and I find it really weird. All of them are, like, 2001. There's, there's a 2019 in there. Someone listened to something from 2017. I'm sorry that one... Yeah, but you know, it's a Thanos episode. I did specifically say that is, like, a Wikipedia entry of an yeah, episode. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really sorry to those five people. We didn't know what we were doing. Oh, yeah, we probably... This is our formal apology. Would you argue... I would argue that we're shit here. at this now. Oh, yeah. We yeah. haven't gotten any better. Yeah. Thanos guy we probably has all of our full names and shit. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Can I get doxed by that guy? Good night. Um, yep, thank you for joining us for another episode, Juby and Bobo. Yeah, yeah. No Spider-Man. What is your favourite bit so far? Spider-Man. I don't know, I'm, just, I'm loving the art, so I like that Avengers fight, but I kind of find it funny that he just, like, the unexpectedness of him just punching Black Cat. I love that yeah, Black Cat. Like, so like, so <laughs> just like, you're, like, you're bad. She's like, oh, we're going to do this dance once. Ow, what the fuck, man? But, but he doesn't stop at a punch. He steps on her. So he's restraining the villain. <laughs> and he's the, not even using like web or and doing she's like used spider to, like, He's just like beating a woman. And she's like used to every time of it just having that sexual tension and then he's just like going full on like Yeah. You're kinda of reading like, ooh, what's gonna happen here? Like And it bloody. doesn't it doesn't go that <laughs> no, way. He's just, he's just gonna do it. Uh, I, I, I mean, not only does he sucker punch that woman, but he sucks, sucker punches our expectations as Rick. Yeah. yeah, but they got some, they got like some light. strong characters that they're bringing in. Mm. Like with Flash and just like that yeah, we're, yeah, we're actually like getting villain stuff because we did say that on an earlier episode that there's a very clear lack of classic villains. Yeah, but, then, but at the same time, when he was like straight up killing things and being over the top, it's kind of hard. You do, you don't want to waste any characters, but they still did Vulture well. They did Scorpion for a bit. 
the Sinister Six is a terrible Sinister New Six, York's and that was the point, but it was a staple of Ops. I have to say, history. New York City is such a small place in their universe. I hate that every fucking character is in New York City. Can you, it's fucking man, can you imagine being a citizen or being the man? Miles Morales doesn't need to replace Peter Parker because literally one block over there is Daredevil. There is Electra, there is Luke Cage, we're talking Iron Fist, we're talking the entire Fantastic Four. Yeah, like 80 to 90% of the Avengers are hanging out there. They have their tower there. Everyone is in like a very small It's not that big. Yeah. Who the fuck is protecting Kansas? He's protecting Australia. What, what, no, what I don't understand. Oh, no, there'll be one, some. No one cares about it. We got yeah. Captain Boomerang. But <laughs> yes. No, nah, he got deported to the States because he robbed all three banks in Australia. Damn he robbed the every one, bank. The one we... The only no, one. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up Marvel Australian characters. But yeah, go, go on with but that. I, but I, but I, I, just, I don't understand. Can you imagine being the mayor of New York City with... These all suck this and this Aboriginal man is definitely a racist <laughs> interpretation. Fuck. Okay, go on. <laughs> What is this? She oh, just found the same guy I was talking about, didn't she? <laughs> oh my god, are these real people? Are these uh, real? Uh, we'll have to look. Well, none of those appear in Superior Spider-Man. No, I, no, I don't think... No, but can you imagine being the mayor? I would love to see just like an issue of the mayor of New York while everything is going on. Well, that's Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yes. And he's having a horrible time. But he it. just like hates on Spider-Man. He's just like, I don't care about the others. Screw Spider-Man. You're right. They're like, sir, what do you feel about the Fantastic Four having an entire skyscraper in the city skyline? He's like, listen, listen. Spider-Man sucks. I cannot stress this enough. And everyone's like, what? (laughs) No. Yeah, it doesn't bug me. I like the way DC does have like a Gotham and a Metropolis, but you've also got like all the Emerald Cities. No, we've got nothing. Oh, Keystone City, sorry. No, but we like have nothing. What do we have for San Francisco? What do we have for LA? Like, what do we have for the West Coast? I'm not sure. West I have to Coast, find a map. West Coast is usually DC. No, but they always have like fake city names. Yeah, I know, represent. But that's what I'm yeah, saying. but they've got like Kansas. What else do they have? Uh, they've definitely got like Midway City. Like, is DC? What is DC? Oh, no, D- no. DC have made up cities on the West, and so Gotham's like a West city. It's like yeah. a San. The problem Grand. with DC is, is a lot of times when I they... thought it was a Chicago. I thought Gotham was like a Chicago because that was just the the Batman like. Like the they don't Nolan really trilogy. say what it is because it look because it was filmed in Chicago and then has that Chicago feel. That's why it's crap. No, that's actual DC. Like I don't care about Washington DC. I want the comics. I'm just wondering. Right, I have a a nice comprehensive list here. You've got see some of them are real places. Like Wonder Woman did spend a lot of time in Washington. Metropolis is New York esque. Ivy Town, home of the Adam, is up here. It's, you know, it's north. So we've pretty much got everyone, but in the but when you're in like the center, so we've got no yes, one in roughly Te- who's in, in Texas, New Jersey. Who's in Texas? Uh, Blue, Be- oh El Paso, Texas, of course. Fucking Jaime Reigns, Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now that that one makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> Doctor Fate is just in Vegas. Yeah. Do we have anyone in like Georgia or something? Coast City is San Francisco as fuck. Yeah. Green Lantern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even like The Flash. I believe The Flash is more Midwest. He is in Keystone City, which is... Kai, what's that? Midwest. Is it, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's somewhere in here. Um, like all the Flashes live around Central Are and Keystone Stonehill? City. Oh. Um, 
the Carl Rayner, I believe, lived in Detroit. Fawcett City, home of Shazam, is out this way. Uh, that's a good map to Google um, DC characters on a map, which is, I feel stupid for searching, but it came up with good results. Very fascinating. I like that they've got a little bit of realism and Some a little bit of fakeism. I, even, I feel like Marvel is way oversaturated in one specific area. That's where all the writers were leaving at the time, so it made I, more I, sense I think, for them I as a point of reference. Because of comic books, like the size of it over the past like like two decades, they have expanded. Especially with like the rise in popularity, I think we're going to get more cultures included. They they do try to be more inclusive. Yeah, like even like with that Aquaman, like actually having Aquaman be like Jason Momoa, try and change it. But I reckon we might even get some Australian. Well, speaking of, I've just Googled it, and we have Dingo, Kaboomerang, Boomerang, Captain Boomerang, another Boomerang, don't know if that's the same Boomerang. Betty Corman? Hold on. Betty Corman. Hold on. Sounds like a car dealership. And then we have Kangaroo. Jack in the Box? Oh my God, who is that? Um, We have the Tasmanian Devil. Devil. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He, He appears in Streets of Gotham, and it's bitchin'. (laughs) <laughs> that just looks like a bunny. <laughs> he, he looks like a bunny. I don't that know. That sucks. They suck. I hate this one. Skullbuster, Slayback, Slipstream. Oh. Slipstream? That must be a surfer. Yeah, yeah he's Talisman. Talisman. Boomslang. Boom Dark, Dark Ranger. Ranger. He's like a bush ranger. Mammoth. Oh my god, we have Shimmer, Ugly John. We should have asked more specific, like, do we have any good ones? LT, early Smith, Iron Outlawed. Steeler Sheila. Oh my god, god just, it's just... She's wearing an SS badge, for fuck's sake. Oh my god, Steel Sheila. <laughs> Don't bring her back, please. That is an Iron racist, Outlaw, which is not Australian like racist. I just like them native animals, like kangaroo, dingo. We've got Iron <laughs> Outlaw, which is Ned Kelly. Hate you, Outlaw. I hate you, evil. <laughs> That's a stupid quote, god damn it. So, yeah, we've got oh. a very rich character. That What would our Avengers be called? That could be the homework, maybe. Oof. Do you have you said homework? No, that, that, that'll we, do. We usually do it at the end, at of, the end of a thing. Oh. No, we don't do it at the end of parts. Um, what would an Australian Avengers be called? Aussie Avengers. Seno? Ozvengers. Be Seno? <laughs> <laughs> don't like Ozvengers. Change my mind. Ozvengers? Yeah, that's worse. Oceanity? No. That's like I need to. No matter what we pick, it's it's cringy and awful. That's kind of the problem. I I need to buy a book for um for work, and it's like um, mythological legends of Micronesia, Macronesia, Polynesia, and Australia. I love it. And I'm like, that's a title for a book. That's a vague, big title. That's the contents of the book. Yeah. They've just put the contents page on the front and said, oh, dude. God. I'm just going to gonna do my head in. Yeah, that sucks that you've done that to us all. <laughs> all right. Well, no. on that note, good night. Yep. Um, yep. Thanks, everyone. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, stay tuned next week for the grand finale of Superior Spider-Man. Maybe. Probably. Don't trust us. Yeah. If I say it, we will do a bad job and we will fuck it up. Which is why I don't normally do it, but there you go. Are you going to say that thing you say at the end of every episode so that I can start recording, or are we just going to keep going forever? I'm frantic, because my notes stop in the middle of the story, so I'm like, I hope I got everything. 
I've we probably got, got everything. We got to the end. We got one more. We got the last issue. We got volume six. So if you want to, oh read shit! Ahead. All my intro foreshadowing didn't come up. That's yeah, right. stay tuned for that payoff, everybody. Next week, uh, class dismissed. Done. Yeah.